Welcome to my group of friends, people who enjoy one another. We challenge and respect each other and agree to work to keep our bonds, whatever it takes. I think you are ready to join us. Now that you're here, we're all in the company of your cool aunts. I'm Sam. And I'm Ted. And this is the Your Cool Aunts podcast, where we follow the lives and times of cool aunts through Claire's diary. So welcome back. And if you're new here, you can join the conversation in our Facebook group. And there's more on our website and Twitter and Instagram, too. So follow us, like us, subscribe, and now let's get to it. Number 11 in a series. Oh, my gosh. TikTok. We're getting to the end. Ah. Well, not TikTok, TikTok, but, you know, TikTok as we in could the do clock. TikTok. We could do TikTok. <laughs> I got a lot of, uh, I'm not going down that road. Um, Claire has a note for us. As attached always. To the front. I've already looked at the notes. I'm just going to say I was right. She hasn't left us stranded in the summer in France. (laughs) Okay. She's got another one for us. And Claire salutes her nieces, aunts, and friends. Hello out there, nieces, aunts, and friends. As my summer in Champagne was winding down, the pull of the place grew stronger. I know how you feel, Mm. Claire. You know that, oh, I've got to get back to my life, but... uh or how I do it. Five more days before we have to go back home. Oh, God, horrible. you're horrible with that. You that start that countdown thing. It destroys every day. Ugh. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really. I but like, that's being, okay. I like that. being in denial about leaving France. And, you know, the night before saying, all right, I got to pack. Not a good feeling. Let's, anyway. On a let's more cheerful note, let's, let's get back into this. The pull of the place grew ever stronger. It definitely was not a feeling I recognized because by the end of the August, I was usually ready to get back to my life in school back in the States. But this August was very different for me. So much seemed so different. My perspective had changed. Maybe it was maturity knocking at the door. <laughs> That's our sound effect department. (laughs) In case you didn't hear it the first time. Yeah. It seemed to me as though there was a surprise around every corner every day. And we'll talk again soon. That's it? That would be it. This is is the, yeah, she's setting us up. I can feel it coming. And it's very perplexing because the story here is the village adopted me. This is the diary. I thought she was leaving. How's she leaving? yet. I told you, I didn't think she was finished with the stories. Look, Claire said she bounced around. But adopting means I stay. All right. (laughs) Doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, The village adopted me. I don't think anybody's going to appreciate you ruining the story. Sorry. Stop it. I'm not not ruining. I'm just asking a question. The diary is open. One of my assignments in the Grinot household, said Claire, (laughs) was to pick up the mail in the village. Even though we were technically on the delivery route, we like to save our 92-year-old postmistress from making the out-of-the-way trip to the farm. Why, the walker's tough. <laughs> uh, no, they have those little bicycles. Oh, I'm sure out in the country they use a car, but anyway. But when you're 92. Her name, well, who knows? You know, this. this they, this she's some cool. She's a cool. Tough 92. birds out there. Her name was Madame Huron with an H. So we say Huron, right? Americans would say her Errol. Huron. It's a Get silent it H. We do not do H's in France. We do not pronounce the H. We never knew her first name beyond the hint of the initial A. When Madame Errol D 
did make the trip, she had a tendency to seek refuge in our kitchen, <laughs> along with a recuperative cafe au lait with sugar. So it was in everyone's best interest to pick up the mail as a matter of routine, just another one of the quirks of the place, something endearing or annoying, depending on the day. That's kind of hard to get annoyed by. Although when she parks herself Every for day? hours. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Once in a while. Yeah. I didn't, ex and Claire continues here. I didn't expect anything in the mail stack from me, but there it was, Laurent's unmistakable handwriting. It wasn't a card. It was a letter on her personal stationery, mailed from the Paris zip code 75002. I think they say 75002, which means it's the second arrondissement in Paris. Which means it's walking distance to the Louvre. Yeah. And Palais Royale and the new Léal. All those wonderful yeah. places. Yikes. Okay, I was just transported for a minute there. So um, wait a minute. So she has a townhouse in New York, and she's got an apartment in Paris, and a farm in the and country. a farm in, in. We don't know the name of the village. Oh, wherever it's out out, there, it's outside of Rheims somewhere. She hasn't named the village yet. Okay. Madame Heron tried to read my expression when she handed it to me. So you can see this wiry old woman, you know, handing you the letter, and she's like hangs on to it. I think she might have held on to it an additional second or two, enough to get a read of me, to get my reaction. <laughs> as much as I tried to project surprise pleasure, I think she may have caught a glimpse of concern. I was concerned. This looked like a serious letter from Laurent. I could feel its substance. It was more than a single page in this envelope. Why hadn't she called? What could this be about? Claire wondered. Hmm. Yeah, I would have too. Yeah, why didn't she call? Because the letter's important. It was worth putting ink to paper. Yes. And you know this is some serious stationery Laurent has. I'm thinking that thick, heavy, mellow, you know, with a... I, I imagine a she border. has her, like, first initial and last name engraved, you know, and then, like, Paris, 75,002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something abbreviated to the right, you know, just to the right amount. Anyway. The quality of... Wedding invitations. <laughs> Engraving. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I was thinking. My first concern was that Laurent was displeased with my idea of staying in France through the harvest, meaning autumn. We did not know this. Oh. Huh. Say that again. I missed that. Say that again. She's clear. She's like, what is this about? And she says, my first concern was that Laurent was displeased about my idea of staying in France through the harvest through autumn, because she, she leaves in August, right? To skip the fall semester and return in the spring to finish up and graduate in the spring. So I guess she had stepped on the gas pedal and she was going to graduate in December, right? After the first semester. There were only nine credits between me and the big event. I did the same thing when I was in school. That, so in the theory being the last semester, make it easy so I can job hunt and do all this. It, it's just annoying to have to go to class like for a couple of classes, go to school for a couple of classes. Anyway, there's only nine credits before she graduates. Somewhere lurking in my thoughts was the inevitable question of what I was going to do after graduation in the out there in that real world. That, that's what you mean. And of course, the test question was whether I was avoiding something with delay or legitimately see, seeking more to this experience in France. Uh -huh. So are you proposing to stay through harvest because you just don't want to go back and face the music? Or is there more to be done, more to be learned? And she continues, I tormented myself about what was in the letter as I drove down the half-paved road headed home. 
In the clapped out Fiat. <laughs> that wasn't a Dushable. In the non-Dushable. In the non-Dushable car. Fiat. You'll have to, uh, so for our listeners, you're laughing this too. This is an inside joke. This is referring to my earlier dissertation on Dushables. <laughs> anyway. Which I think was, I don't know, five or six. I don't remember. It was, it was in the Wayback Machine. Um, so she's, you know, is she avoiding something or does she have a, she torments herself. She's headed back and she's driving down the half paved road, paved road, headed home. The letter tucked in the visor overhead. Almost home. I checked my now semi panic stricken state. Like, what could be the letter? What could be the <laughs> She's got herself in a spin, reminding myself that it was a letter from Laurent, and I was thrilled to be a recipient of her thoughts after all. Sigh, she writes. Sigh. Like, phew. Why didn't she open it when she first received it? Because Madame Errant was sitting there staring at her. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why. She just, she panicked. She but got she in the car drove. and put it up over but the she visor. Drove. And, she drove. She drove And she scampered off with it. <laughs> my curiosity killing the cat. Oh, my God. You know, you have a way of jumping ahead in these stories Sorry. and being very accurate. So hang on. Let's see what she tells us. I decided to make the most of the read. Oh, man, now Claire's going to torture us, right? If Laurent had taken the time, I should too. I started by making tea, changed my mind, and poured a glass of rosé instead. <laughs> Organizing a nice plate of cheese and some chunks of bread. Okay, ready for the porch. Two trips back and forth to the kitchen. And I also brought an extra glass just in case I had some company. I don't want to look like I'm drinking alone, you know, that kind of thing. Installed the stone slab table hinge. In the coolness under the grape arbor, I sliced the letter open with a kitchen knife, unfolded it, smoothed it out, and here we go. Okay. So she's all set up. Imagine it's the very end of summer. It's the end of August because she's not. You know, someone out there is saying, get to the damn letter. <laughs> no, no. I, we need to set this up. So she's sitting under this first time she mentioned it was an arbor overhead, That's I right. think. She hadn't mentioned that before. There has to be because you'd fry your head off if there wasn't. Uh, it would just get too hot. And then you could actually cook on the stone table. <laughs> Anyway, so she's in this under this beautiful arbor at this cool stone table. I can see the sweat running down the side of the glass of rose. You know, she's got this beautiful oh, station and she slices the letter. I also must say, I, I'm so happy to hear Claire slice the letter open rather you know people tear a letter open and they make it all raggedy. This stationery is too nice to do that too. Um the letter of welcome, it says. Well, she's kind of giving it away. Welcome to what? A totally unexpected opening. Welcome. Wait, what? It goes on. Welcome to my group of friends, people who enjoy one another. We challenge and respect each other and agree to work to keep our bonds, whatever it takes. I think you're ready to join us. So this is Laurent saying this to Claire. Hmm. Join us for what? I mean, the the parenthetical on this is now that you're an adult, right? <laughs> now that you've grown up. Um, well, Claire, uh, excuse me, Laurent is thinking of Claire as a friend as much. Yes, I believe well, that. I don't think she's ever going to change her perception of Claire, but you know, Claire's matured and she's joining this group apparently, or she's being invited to. She continued to explain this group that it was something of a club that has evolved somewhat organically after a five year renovation. Aha. Uh -huh. Claire, uh, excuse me, Laurent invited all who had an interest or role in the project. It had been a source of all emotions, joy to anger, but finally it was enough. It was time to pause. 
Laurent's farm after all. It was Laurent's farm after all, and the fixes and improvements would always demand attention. But this pause was the cause for celebration, and it became the place and the cause celeb, the reason or excuse to gather in one place once a year. Oh, wow. So Laurent has refurbished a farm, and the Grenoes are on an adjacent property, right? Do I have right. that right? Yes, okay. I think that's... My, my, the Parisians are back in town, huh? <laughs> then the more serious paragraph begins with an explanation. Okay, doke. Um, and she's she's quoting a whole paragraph from the letter here. She says that Laurent is saying, You must understand, this welcome is an invitation, a lifetime invitation, to join our group. It is a serious thing. No one who has joined misses the event. We do it before the harvest because it is just that. Like the renovation, the annual harvest is a celebration of a job well done and finished just for now, though. We get together for about five days to prepare for the party. It is as much about the time spent together preparing for the party as it is about the big night, the event. The members are my people, our extended family. Many already know you. They've kept their eye on you, watching over you for the last couple of years as you came into our lives, in the calves, the village, or the market. They knew you were my niece and were at the ready to help, if necessary. Obviously, it wasn't. I hope you feel adopted rather than watched. Oh, oh. God. I know you do. Be sure. They've come to their own conclusions because, as you know by now, this place has no room for nonsense. Neither do our friends here. They are why I still call this place my home. And she underscores that twice. My home. So she might have an apartment in Paris and a townhouse in New York and all this other stuff. But she calls this place her home. This is home. Well, ah. I didn't expect that letter. Well, this is a real um, transition. Claire is in a well, whole guess, other world yeah, now. Yeah. Because I guess I didn't expect her Her relationship with Claire has always been one-on-one. -on -one, and now we get to yes. see this opening to other people who Claire didn't even know who was out there watching her. Yep. Um, so it's, and she was there for three summers before this invitation comes. So that's like real <laughs> observation, Claire observation. So, well. Um, what so a that, sweet thing. That's, that's amazing. I, I know. Uh, my head is in this world right now. So they, there's this big event, and I can see these people get together to cook and to organize this event. For, we don't know how many people. And then there's this big evening soiree event, I guess. Um, I can see the activity around a big farm table and people coming and going, and they're all staying there. And, you know, there's laughter. There's chatter. There's... You Good know, music, people wine. carrying in produce and wine, and it's a great movie food. in my little little yeah. mind. Here. Great food. Yep. Um, I can't confuse this though with with Charlotte's Kitchen. All of a sudden, I'm thinking Charlotte's Kitchen. No, 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 no. It's Laurent's house, right? So Claire continues now, and Claire says, "I I had poured my second glass of wine, absorbing the details, rereading a paragraph here and there." And then Charlotte came through the screen door from the kitchen. She took the other glass, filled it, and said, So, our postmistress tells me you've been invited to join. <laughs> You're kidding. How does she know? She it doesn't take long. <laughs> Which
which is so typical no, of a know, tiny town, yes, right? Yes, it the postmistress saw the letter. She knew it was from Laurent, and they've all been invited here and there, so she knows what that letter from Laurent's Paris address means to a local, right? I love this. You've been invited to join. <laughs> I do love the closeness of this place, says Claire. The Grenos, everything. But this was a lot. <laughs> So Laurent just told her that everybody's been watching you. Of course they are. I mean, you had to know that, but to acknowledge but, it is a whole yeah, other thing. To really know they've been watching you. Yeah, everybody's been watching you. This is a test. <laughs> oh, man. I love this place. Uh, but this is a lot. Laughing, Charlotte ease the shock asking rhetorically whether I could reasonably expect anonymity around here. It's unlikely. No, actually, it's impossible. <laughs> anyway, she went on to say, and she quotes, I hope you'll be staying through harvest. We're not ready to let go of you just yet. I'm choking up now. I really am. These words solve so much in one, sen in one sentence for me, Claire said. I hadn't yet figured out any of the details if I stayed and and took this first fall semester off. And then she laughed again with another rhetorical question and said, don't you think everyone knows how you feel, the way you are around here, the way you've worked into this community, this family? It's very apparent that you care deeply, that you, that you have a, the sense of this place. We already knew that you'd come back, still do. <laughs> what are you wasting your time for? Hemming and hawing over the decision. Just be done with it. <laughs> ah, and Charlotte continues. Given your relationship with Laurent, I know she must have had the conversation with you about, or her meaning of the word importance, double air quotes there on underline, that when something is truly important to you, you can neither suppress it nor hide it. It shows in every expression, every little decision you make in any moment of every day. There is no doubt in anyone's mind about what you value. We knew soon after you arrived. It was you who had to learn. And by the way, welcome. Oh, oh my God, I'm so choked oh, up. I could so sweet. <laughs> what an incredible experience. Wow. And to so have been there for three year, three summers and not known. I mean, she must have had inkling. And no, I guess not. What? She doesn't that know about this group. The, a... the only people who know about the group are the people who are in it. That's true. It's like a secret society. Yeah. And they check you out before they let you in. What's interesting is they have this party before harvest. Because usually the place erupts into parties and harvest is done and everybody's exhausted. It's like, okay, phew. But they're doing it before harvest. But it's Laurent's so, party. So yeah. I would imagine it's when Laurent chose to have it. Right. You know this place spends the month getting ready for this. So what is it? They spend like September. Mm. So it's usually second, third week when they call. So the usually. harvest varies because the, the depends. state depends. Uh, excuse me. The the state determines when you harvest. And they, they do it very regionally. You know, like, okay, this week, this this area can start. And over there next week, whatever it is, they test But the isn't that a wonderful opportunity to have all of your friends come, especially to a place like that? Once a year. Is this a once a year? But she's part yeah. of this group yeah. now. So, yeah. you know, a destination every year to see people who wow. you like. And so it, Laurent said anybody who's been invited, they've all accepted and they've never missed one. 
Right. We don't know how long she's been doing it, right. how long ago she renovated the house, but this was, you know, what started the whole celebration event when the so she doesn't have to initial renovation all. was was complete. Well, this was a good one. This was really an interesting spin. Well, I'm glad that Claire has offered us a little bit more about, you know, her time there before she, you know, moves on and with more details about, you know, her her experiences. Like I had a lot I thought there was a lot more to be said about, you know, being in France and and what she learned during these experiences. So now she spent 3 years there. She's learned the champagne, the process. She, she, this is a lot of time there. She she knows the she stuff knows by the now, like yes. really has deep knowledge of the wines and the process and, and the place and the people, you know. Um, you are now of the place. It's the terroir. You are yeah. you are in that composite of things that make this this place what is it what it is. Boy, the ultimate acceptance feeling, right? I think the other thing about about Laurent is even at the beginning of the episodes we've read so far where she at the beginning this mysteriousness about her uh-huh. you know and as well as claire knows her she knew nothing about this this nope. group of people nope. so there's still something always developing i don't tell you any one is... person knows everything about laurent except laurent you know right right but she had no inkling as close as they are she had no inkling about this never mentioned in passing she just nope. didn't know and nope. what a surprise, what a wonderful surprise that she's now being included in this group. And I also think, I think it also, uh, you talked about maturity a little while ago. I also think it brings up that Claire is now in another, at another level with Laurent. Yep. And yep. she's being accepted as an adult as opposed to a kid. So Claire has finished this internship, basically. And there's a decision to be made, like, what's next? So she's going to be spending more time there in in Champagne. Well, she tells you earlier in this, she she was struggling, you know, as Claire is wont to do, struggling with a decision. And I think she was starting to follow old habits and letting, you know, obstacles, you know, hypothetical obstacles impede her thought a bit, you know, make the decision and get on with it. So well, this has of, taken that away. She doesn't have to be. Well, no, it, it's that. it's removed it, right? So she has more purpose to stay. But, you know, when she was thinking about staying and delaying that fall semester, you know, like, how am I going to do this? Am I going to ask the Grenos if I can continue staying here? You know, you know those those questions that you always come up with. And, you know, she's probably thinking, I have to change my ticket. And I'm going to on and on. And, um, you know, how much is that going to cost? And then there's you know, the home front back in the States and so on and so forth. So I think it's more a case of, you know, Claire, get down to business and just you'll sort the details out when you need to sort the details out. Make a decision and then you'll figure out the steps along the way. I mean, plan. I'm not saying you dive into any anything without planning somewhat, you know. But you can't predict everything when you make plans. Well, she certainly didn't predict this. That's for sure. Right. So you have to be agile enough to respond to opportunities as they come to you, because they don't come back again. It's not like a merry-go-round where you're going to go by and see the same opportunity again. When this day ends, that opportunity is... That's true. I think that's something that you don't realize when you're younger. You just expect, oh, I'll do it next week. I'll put it off till then. I'll, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll take that opportunity next year. And sometimes that opportunity, most often, 
doesn't come back around again. You've exactly. got to seize it when it's Very there. unexpected things come up in our lives as individuals, as families, as countries, as world, as anything can change. Big things. Um, in a moment. In a little minute. It in sure does. Bit. In a little minute. Oh, wow. How cool is this? I am so happy we're going <laughs> to get to have Claire. Maybe we have another s- story coming up that's connected to France. Well, there are, I don't, I forget how many Claire said she divided into what she considers the first group or season. And um, we'll see how she bundles them, right? Yes, we shall. I'm interested to hear our nieces, aunts, and friends out there, dare I, dare I grab onto Claire's terminology, but I think we can now. I feel like I've graduated with Claire <laughs> into the world of cool aunts. Oh, we all have a better understanding of it. We have a name for these people who inspire us and encourage us and support us and surprise yeah, us and give us stuff. Um, models to to sort of go by. That's inspiration phrased another way. But great story. I want, I want to hear other people's stories about this. These moments of internships or ideas or planning, making decisions. What's next? Travel stories, France, and wherever else you've been. They're always, they're always some of the more interesting stories. And don't forget to take a picture of those women you see out there that are inspiring you, too. Sometimes it'll be a selfie. Huh. <laughs> okay. So let's keep on. Let's keep this, keep this thing going over in the Facebook group now. Um, share your thoughts and stories and cool aunt stuff. Everything. I'm Sam. And I'm Ted. And we'll see you next week when we're back, back at the, the mic. mic.